hundreds of thousands of kids in and around Chicago. Well, they're at home today. This is after CPS and many suburban districts and daycares canceled class due to the cold. And that means a lot of parents, grandparents and caregivers are doing a lot of extra juggling today. And I know some parents are working from home while the kids play nearby today and some had to take the day off unexpectedly. And in addition to full on closures, some schools just had a late arrival today. So how is all of this affecting you and yours? We want to hear all about it. And here with me to field your calls is Becky Vivi. She is Chicago Bureau Chief of the education news site Chalkbeat. Hey, Becky, long time. Hey, Sasha. It's good to talk with you. Hopefully my my children won't interrupt too much. <laughs> oh, are they home today, Becky? Is oh, that yeah. what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. I have a couple of tiny coworkers who, you know, aren't quite pulling their weight, but you know, we're yeah. making it or surviving. Oh, I hear them. I hear them. All right. No, no worries. Uh, so tell us, what did CPS officially have to say about their decision to keep schools closed today? What was the reasoning? You know, they essentially said the wind chill, wind chill forecasted to be below 30 degrees, concerns about you know, whether or not, A, it's safe to be outside in that um, temperature and also just the ability for, you know, them to get buses running on time, schools up and running. Um, I think that it was just a, a call that was made midday yesterday that, you know, it was going to be more chaos than it was worth. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the, the district said it would... Many others followed suit. Yeah, the, the district was saying that it would, uh, it would consider... Temperatures, wind chill, snow accumulation, uh, building accessibility, bus transportation, uh, just a lot of things. Potential issues, too, with heating systems at the schools uh, before making right. that decision to officially cancel, right? So I feel like today might might have really been the, the wind chill as the main factor. Huh? They said that yesterday, that really it was the wind chill. But I do know that on Friday when they called up after school programs, I did um, get some some tips and some notes that there were schools that were having, you know, trouble with power, trouble with heat. Of course, you don't want to send teacher, staff, students into a building where potentially the heat is not working on mm-hmm. a negative 30 degree day. Right, right. Uh, we had gotten uh, a couple emails last week uh, and heard grumblings from a, a few parents uh, that school wasn't canceled when it snowed really badly on on mm-hmm. Friday. And at the time, leadership said that, it, it you know, it's very important to keep schools open because parents rely on schools for care and, you know, to create time for parents to work. So I'm curious, Becky, what you make of, of that decision and then followed by this, what's happening today. Yeah, it was interesting because, of course, the the snowy road conditions made it very difficult to travel last Friday, but CPS went ahead with school and then canceled only the after-school programs on Friday and sports and whatnot. Um, I would say, too, it's important to note that Chicago Public Schools frequently does not close when other districts in the area do because a lot of children rely on the school system and the schools for, uh, for meals. And so... To the extent that they're able to keep the buildings open and going, they do that. Um, and, of course, obviously, like, shutting down school is a massive undertaking and can impact kids in other ways. But mm-hmm. I think because of that reliance on the, the schools for for food um, is another factor that often plays into them deciding to stay open right. when others have closed. Yeah, I think uh, for my kids are, are psychic or, or something, but my, mine are in high school, as you 
you remember, and uh, both predicted you know, days ago that uh, school would be called off on Tuesday. And so when I sent them, wow. the, when I gave them the official word last night after getting that email from Chicago Public Schools, all I heard throughout the uh, throughout the house was yes. <laughs> I was like, no, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> they were so excited. Yeah. I know it's it's an exciting thing for kids, and I think in the world now where there's virtual learning options and hybrid options, um, which Chicago Public Schools is not doing virtual learning today, I should note, but yeah. I think that that idea of an exciting snow day um, isn't always uh, the case anymore, but <laughs> certainly today, a, a completely off day for, um, for all the kids of CPS um, and many others in Chicagoland. Speaking of daycare, Becky, I, I hadn't heard till this morning that daycares were also closed. And I know that that's something that you know quite a bit about. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a four-year-old in CPS and a two-year-old who is in daycare. And um, we got the CPS notice first. And then about an hour later, the daycare let us know that <laughs> oh, no. they would also be closed. And in some ways, it's be, you know, partly, I would imagine, because some of the people who staff the daycare are also CPS parents. And so, you know, you run the risk of people calling in because they can't get childcare. Whatever the case, um, yeah, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old at home, and so it's been like is that a wild ride. One of them is in the bath. That's a tip I have for for moms out there. In the bath, out there, just yes, let them have a long bath. <laughs> My <laughs> oh, kids love bath still, so it's uh, one of the parenting advice I got very early in having kids was. When in doubt, add water, whether that's give them a drink of water or put them <laughs> in the bath. Um, usually takes care of a lot of the the antsiness or angriness or boredness ah. um, so the little one is still in there playing and um the big one of course went back to watching octonauts which of course <laughs> makes me feel like a bad mom but i thought I, I need to make some try and talk to sasha so not a bad mom at all becky come on now and so your older one speaking of the old i mean how how is he managing so he's watching tv yeah so he's watching tv um we did play a board game this morning mm -hmm. um He's been eating a lot of his favorite treats. Um, he's managing pretty well. Yeah. He loves to hang out at home. Um, my sister lives not far away from me, so we may see his cousins this afternoon, which could be Perfect. useful and helpful, um, and he'll get to play with them. But, uh, yeah, he's doing all right. And he's only 4K, so um, I think it's a little bit, you know, yeah. harder because they're, they want to play more. Um but I don't, I don't, I'm not too stressed out or worried that he's, you know, missing something important <laughs> from, sure. from school today. So um, he's enjoying living his best life. Yeah. And, and, you know, you are the right one to have this conversation with Becky, not just because of what's going on inside your house right now. But, I mean, you've covered public education for many years here in this city. I mean, so talk to us about how common this is for a district like yeah. CPS to call a yeah. day off due to cold weather. I mean, I... I, I don't know. Have, have I seen it in my three years? Maybe once before. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Obviously, the CPS was closed for a long time during the pandemic. Right. Um, but but I mean, due to cold weather. weather. Yeah. 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 For weather. No, it's actually not common. Um, in my time covering, I feel like there were many days where, again, all the districts in the area were closed or Catholic schools were closed and CPS still went ahead. And again, a lot of that, I think, is you know, because school is a, is a safe haven for many kids um, and a place that they go uh, to, to not only learn, but to uh, get meals. So it is pretty rare. Um, and I will say one thing I am, we are asking about, um, our senior, one of our reporters, Rima Amin, is asking about um, 
I don't know how this works exactly. I feel like I've covered it before, but whether or not they will end up having to make up this day in June, mm. um, that's kind oh, of a, that's a good question, question mark because when they do, when they are out for school, um, they just still have to make sure they're above the state minimum number of days required by law that children should be in school. And so oftentimes the calendar that is passed and that kids operate on builds in, you know, some freebie days that won't need to be made up. But um, if at any point we're on the edge of that, they might need to make it up in June. So we're asking about that today. And it is, it is quite rare um, for the school district to, um, to call off schools here. But um, I, I also think sometimes, like I mentioned earlier, the, the concern around the buildings, I know that it's been, um, more in the news lately since they, they put out a um, master or a draft master facilities plan, but we have a lot of really old school buildings in Chicago. And so if you have issues where, like I said, a boiler's not working or a school doesn't have heat or power, it becomes really tricky. Yeah. And, um, and for, for the school students and staff in that building, you know, it's not safe for them to go. So right. yeah, um, there's a lot more to factor in than just the wind chill for sure. Yeah, it is a little bit, uh, it's it's very rare, but um, I'm just going to go out and say like 30 below is probably the right time to, mm-hmm. to call. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, callers standing by, Becky, who wants to join us. Uh, here's Nadia in Rogers Park. Hi, welcome to Reset. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, I am a, a teacher. I teach uh, middle school in Uptown Edgewater, and we have about 60 newcomers. And this is their first winter. Um, and we, we've had coat drives and, you know, shoe drives, clothing drives. Um, we kind of look around at who's not adequately dressed and make sure they get what they need. But this is, I, I think that's the big factor this year. Yeah. Uh, Cause we have some kids coming, taking uh, public transit uh, and the red line was shut down for mm-hmm. um, a bit today and they don't necessarily know what to do. So wow, I think yeah. that's a big factor is just, their safety. We we always have middle schoolers who show up in weather like this with no socks and no hats because mm-hmm. you know they want to be what, cool. That's what they do at that age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, exactly. you, you bring up a great point, which is the new arrivals at your school who yeah have yeah. never experienced weather like this. Yeah, I, I was surprised on Friday. We had quite a few, and they're coming from you know a shelter a few. L stops away. Um, and we had quite a few on Friday, but it wasn't nearly as cold on Friday. So, um, you know, I'd rather them be safe than, than risk frostbite on a day like today. Mm. Well, thank you so much for, for taking the time to call us. We appreciate it. Joining us now on the line is yet another parent with two kids at home today, unexpectedly. Uh, Jenny LaFleur is the creator behind the parenting blog, Mama Fresh. Welcome back, Jenny. Reporting live from day five of kids being home. Are you outside in the cold, Jenny? What's it What's it looking like in your neck of the woods? So I am outside because I have to re-up on snacks because I have two boys that have eaten everything that is not tied down in our cabinet. So <laughs> when I was asked to do this, I was like, I can do it. But I have a snack run that is mandatory this afternoon. Um, oh, it is cold. It is cold. It is cold. We, we and appreciate the city, this. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> uh, it's a little afternoon. So, I mean, how's the day going so far? So the kids are eating like crazy, it sounds like. What, what else is happening? 
So I like, like I have a three-year-old, but then I also have a first grader who is used to a very structured day at school, going from one class to another, essentials to studies. So as what has worked for him for OBQ, he has made his own schedule for the day. And it has very important things like FaceTiming his cousins, playing Roblox, eating a great lunch. But he has, is checking off things on his list throughout the day. Oh, I love it. And we have turned to you, of course, Jenny, in the past for creative ideas, for keeping kids engaged during times like this. You were recently on to talk about some great things to do in the winter. We've talked to you on snow days, summer vacations. But, you know, when you found out that your kids would be home today, what was the very first step you took? I'm curious. I think after I, the first step I took was a deep breath. And then <laughs> after, I, after I took a deep breath, What's very, what I try, and we live in a city condo. So what I try to do is set up little stations, especially this is really essential for my toddler, areas that he can still freely move from one space to another. So he has a learning station with a whiteboard and a chalkboard where he's learning, he's drawing and putting letters. Then I have a cozy space on the couch where he's doing more books and things, but things that he can keep moving around at his own interest, but are all there. So he is not bored and antsy, which are two things that are hard to do with kids mm -hmm. on days like this where you can't go outside. Oh, yeah. Becky mentioned those two very same words, <laughs> bored and antsy. I mean, and I'm curious to hear from both of you on this. Do you, do you on days like this, do you jump into action with a plan or do you prefer flexibility in how the day unfolds? You first, Becky. Uh, no plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too, too late to plan. Um and yeah, I think just flexibility and like giving yourself a little bit of grace mm -hmm. because it's tough and um, yeah, just trying to be creative and yeah. juggle all the things. It's all about being flexible. What do you think, Jenny? You sound like a For planner. Example, You're a planner. We had to have a plan also because my husband um, does hybrid working and Tuesday is usually his day in office. So we had to have a plan because I'm like, hey, can you plan to stay home tomorrow? Because I need a tag team person with this. It'll make it a lot easier. So we had to have a plan. Look at his schedule. Look at mine. I have calls and meetings. So we are kind of flipping and flopping and making it work with our work schedule as working parents and having two kids at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, let's jump back to the phones. we got Joan in Hyde Park who wants to join the conversation. Hi, Joan. Welcome to Reset. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Wait, let me turn the radio down. Yeah. Hi. I'm going to suggest that when the uh, schools have to be c closed, that they, they or the park district, have a, a drop-in center where uh, people can leave their kids if they must go to work. And we're all impacted by that. Mm -hmm. uh, we need, we all need to be able to go to the doctor. The doctor can't stay home and watch their kids. Um, mm, I see. Yeah, good points. I have a friend who does not want to, who's dependent on a caretaker, okay? If there's no caretaker, he won't eat. He, you know, he won't, he can't get out of bed, all right? Yeah. He does not want to hire a caretaker that has children because of situations like this. Right. Um, the thing, though, so the I thing, the thing is, though, Joan. I mean, it, it's the reason for the the uh, the stay at home. You know, it's because of the dangerous conditions when when the temperature gets like this so it might pose you know some sort of uh complications to you know park district workers and so forth uh, trying to get around on a day like this as well don't you think 
Well, I, I think, all right, well, maybe not park districts, maybe the schools. The schools have a lot of different people who are there, and maybe some of them, just enough to keep uh, a room open yeah. for those people who are dependent upon it. Yeah, I hear you, Joan. Thanks for calling. Uh, Becky, what do you think? Well, you know, I would say that when they did send the texts and the emails and even the news release, that they did direct folks to um, 311 to call. Um, I think there are places operating. They also talked about um, directing people toward the warming centers. And to the earlier caller who mentioned all of the newcomer students, also migrant uh, arrivals, they know that they have moved some um, into Harold Washington Library to keep people warm yeah. who don't currently have housing, which is like a huge issue right now and is facing the school system also and so i think there are places that they are directing people um if you need that kind of a, a help yeah. and resourcing and um you know i think the the main message is stay home stay inside stay warm um but also yeah. if you need a place 311 and um the city warming centers are available For to, sure. to children as well as adults well jenny you're outside are you planning on taking the kids out there too I'm not planning on taking our kids out there, but okay. I do want to shout out organizations like Stage of Chicago's Bubbles Academy, who instantly, as soon as I got the email from CPS, just moments later, I got camps that they're running theater camps and open play dates and things of that nature for parents who either need a bit of relief or a block in time for having their kids to be watched as well. Of course, these things do come at a fee, but those are um, local businesses who immediately went into action to support Chicago families. Yeah. On a day like this, dare I ask, as you know, we're all trying to take it hour by hour, us parents, what's for dinner, Becky and Jenny? <laughs> um, Have you thought that far ahead? <laughs> I have not thought too far ahead me neither i'm thinking i'm thinking soup or a leftover time i'm just trying to get through this show and then i'll go home to face the madness <laughs> that waits jenny mentioned her husband my normally we do like try to tag team but my husband's in san francisco for work this week too so oh. i was especially hit with the double whammy when the emails came through yesterday thinking Ouch. oh no not only are you <laughs> flying solo parent all week but um they're home for the whole day tomorrow so. yeah <laughs> and if you're looking if you're looking for dinner ideas, don't forget, make your own pizzas, taco bar, things yeah. that can get your family and your kids hands messy mm -hmm. and dirty and have them be a part of the. Just uh. go with the flow and just include them in the dinner process. And that helps take some of the weight off of you. That as well. is perfect. Taco Tuesday at my house. Uh, Jenny LaFleur is from the parenting blog Mama Fresh. And we've been talking with uh, Chicago Choppy Bureau Chief Becky Vivi. Thank you both so much. Have a great day. Thanks. Thank you so much. Call.